Welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast today, everybody. My name is Wild Fang, and of course, it's going to be another doubles episode. So it's just me and Darkwave today. Everybody else is missing, or the fact that this is super fucking late that we're doing this goddamn podcast. Mainly because we're super goddamn late. But whatever, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Wow. I was about to say, how you, you, you gone darker than me there, Dark Wave. <laughs> no, I'll wait for you to go through your... My spiel? spiel. Oh, I didn't. I didn't feel like doing the spiel thing today. I was just being super cool, you know, being calm, collected. So, uh, considering that wrestling is a thing that's happened, we got to talk about it. So, let's start with Raw. Start with Monday Night Raw. You seen Raw? Monday. Monday Night Trash. That's the. That's that's that's. An insult to trash everywhere. It's an insult to garbage. <laughs> like, I legit would rather watch a rolling pile of garbage than watch what the fuck happened on Raw. Like, legit, I watched Raw and was super bored. The best match was probably Randy Orton versus, uh, what's it called? But that's, that's literally shit. Um, like, I literally watched the match and was... Uh, where do I begin with this goddamn Monday Night Raw? God, where do I begin? I mean, I can make it much easier for you. What? No matter how good any matches are, no matter who's on the show, whether we like them or not, there's literally nothing happening. <laughs> there's no storyline that makes you care. There's no characters, really. I mean, yeah, you may like a Drew McIntyre, you might like a, a Ricochet, or um, Mustafa Ali. What the fuck? They aren't doing shit. What the they're, fuck they're happened to Ricochet shit. anyway? Who? Ricochet. Who? Uh oh, my bad. Buried. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna call him Chet. But, Buried. It, it's just, I mean, the same can go for SmackDown outside of Roman Reigns. And, and Sasha Bank, there's really nothing on SmackDown. I'm not including the Rollins in this because that feud has been going on for decades. Yo, we're, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But uh, but at right this now. point, when it comes to Raw, when it comes to Raw, it's just it's like watching a show with yeah. no plot, yeah. and it's just people talking and doing stuff, and you're just like. This looks cool, but there's no point. Yeah, you're right on that one. I was super bored. Um, and then I was super confused because Randy Orton lost the belt. And then I learned something. I learned that uh, Randy Orton attacked an official backstage. And got fined for it. That was that. That was that Adam Pierce thing, sir. Oh, I thought it was real. That, no, sorry. That was that was not real. No, you know when he put his hands on Adam Pierce. Yeah. That's pretty much what that was. Okay. So okay. So now I'm, I'm an idiot. Okay. So even, now, even, even if it was real, Randy Orton, that'd be a drop off in the bucket for that man. So. Okay. But now I have a better question. 
Why did we give the belt back to Drew McIntyre on Monday Night Raw? Well, you know, there's been a lot of people comparing this to... But there's some people who are pissed off. There are some people who are confused. I'm more on the banner of I am confused. Um, Drew versus Roman is the better match. As opposed to Roman versus... Randy? Um, yeah, Roman versus Drew is a better match. Yeah. Roman versus Randy, and whatever. Yeah. A lot of people have said this reminds them of the Attitude Era type stuff, where the Stone Cold will win a title, he'll hold it for like two, three weeks, and he'll drop it right back, and stuff like that. There's a difference, though, in that. And is that the story, or the feud, was actually, like, good. <laughs> and in uh, at some point we were younger, so we as younger fans back then let a lot of things go. Yeah, if this feud was actually interesting, if this feud was actually interesting, captivating, and all that, then I would be you know I wouldn't mind much. But it's the fact that this feud has literally done nothing. The Hell in the Cell once again rendered useless for a third time, a third year in a row. By the like, what was the point of the Hell? Oh, there was just to give Randy the title, just so he could say, "Yeah, I've beaten Drew at least." Yeah, and say I, I took a pipe to his. I it took a pipe to him, which doesn't make. I'll any be sense. honest with you, man. Randy Orton is great. Uh, you know, he's one of my favorites of all time. I know, I know, but. He's not. They, they are not. If you look at how he was booked from the time he betrayed Edge up yeah. until after the greatest wrestling match ever, everything leading up to that was fucking bad. Even his start with Drew, the, the the start with Drew with the legends and stuff, all that was pretty damn good. It's like after his first loss to Drew McIntyre, it, it just everything went south. Actually, no, sorry, after his first loss to Keith Lee. The first loss Randy Gordon took after after beating Edge, it's like, it just killed it. Now, I get Randy Orton is putting people over. He is in that position to be putting people over, like a Drew McIntyre, like Keith Lee, which is great. And it's fine. That's, that's, that's fine. But when you build up a person like Randy Orton, who is this fucking just beast, you know, doing some of the best work since his 2009 8 Viper days, some of his best work since his Legend Killer days. Yeah. We get that he's older, but if you're going to make someone this great, you have to go all the way with it. You know? You, you, you know, you could have really used this as a true, like, real last higher one for Orton. He doesn't need no more title run. But considering how you booked him, you could have used this as like, okay, Randy is getting older. We have to move into a different direction. But we've built him so strong that we can make this be like a tire run. And, you know, it might be his last one. So we'll make it be a good one. They have not done it. They didn't do They had him lose, lose, lose at the wrong time. You know. It's just one of those things where WWE once again 
chop themselves in the foot. You built up Orton so well, but you want him to also put over people. Orton doesn't have a problem putting on people, but us as fans watching this, it makes Orton pathetic. It makes him look weak. Yeah, I would agree to that. And there's just and there's just nothing on and just with him right now. What does he do now? You know, even his match with Edge at this point is kind of pointless. It, it, it honestly, to me, is pointless. I mean, Edge he lost clean in his match. There's no title. Huh? You know that would have been. You know, it's almost like people say, "Well, Edge, but Randy Orton bad mouth Edge." Like, okay, who cares? Edge lost practically clean. Huh. Practically, I think there was a low blow. But practically, he lost clean. Got a punt kick to the head. Yep. What is the point to the fight or now? What to say? Let's do back to our three. I beat you. You beat me. Let's just do it again. For what? You're, you know, Orton asking for another match. He's a heel. Of course. And it wasn't a. And the match they had was not a normal match. It was a last match thing. So Orton being the prick, being the heel, says, "Let's have a normal match. Can you beat me?" one-on-one normal match. Now, yes, Orton did use a little blow, but who cares? The fact is, there's really no point in a match. Orton having a title at least gave Edge motivation to actually want to fight Orton again. You know, there's, there's just no point. It's just, I, I don't know, man. It's just, I mean, there's yeah. nothing happening. Yeah, I, I, I 110% understand where you're coming from, because, like, it shit, like, for me, again, it did not make any sense, like, on why, um, it, it just, it just doesn't make any sense for me, it's like, alright, I think you need to plan out Randy Orton a little bit better, having Randy Orton just do, instead of having him go without with a plan, it's, it's not gonna make sense, because right now, we're leading up to Randy Orton versus fucking, um, the Fiend, and I honestly, I'm sorry, I don't want to watch that. I don't either. And that's the, I mean, the story will be there, it'll be decent, but it's like The Fiend, another character who WWE basically has buried, there's just, there's just no care, like, there's no, it's like, okay, The Fiend gets revenge on people, ooh, we know he's gonna go out to Rain Gordon, Gordon. Burned down his eyes with sister Abigail on the knees, and he took the title. And it's like, okay, the Fiend's gonna win that. He should win that, and then what? And, you know, and then what? It's like, I don't care. Like, then y'all have y'all little few House of Horrors. Yeah, they better not do a stupid shit. House so, of Horrors match. I'm gonna be like, yo, so, stop. And it's like, so what? Orton burned down your house. That was like four years ago. I get it, your gimmick is. The Fiend never forgets, you know, those who did him wrong, shit like that. The Fiend never forgets, but it's like, it's not good television. You're going to do a bunch of references to when Orton took the title and burned your house down, get into a match, basically bury, uh, squash Orton the end. <laughs> like, I, 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 I just don't care, and that's the problem with Raw. None of it matters. Like, no, nothing, it's just no care. Now, they're building something with Drew and, uh, what's his name? Sheamus. 
which is looking like it can be a good few, but unless they take us to a different direction, we know where this is going. Seamus did all this, you know, you know, you can do it, bro. I, you know, I miss was teaming together, bro. Let's do this, bro. You know, all that shit. And to, and to probably, as a typical hero, say, well, I gave you all this praise. I should be the first to get a title since I'm your friend. And then when he feels like he's not getting a title shot first, he'll probably bro kick Drew and say, I've been your friend first and all these years, and you wouldn't even give me a title shot once you were there. At, at, on, at least that's a match I, I I'd rather see. Yeah, but this this like the story right now is good, and if they slow burn it. It'd be great. But let's face it, this is WWE. Uh, Drew needs a match for TLC. Oh no! You know, I, I'm assuming TLC will be Randy versus the Fiend, and then Drew needs a match. So you're gonna basically take everything you did with Sheamus and just. Burn it, you know. You're just gonna burn it down. Like I said, he's gonna be like he wants a tile shot first, and Drew may not give it to him for whatever reason. It could be uh, Iron Pierce may give him a match or something, you know, something stupid. And then when Drew finishes, broke it. He commented, "Oh, they were friends." Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, Drew, I. I was this and that for you, and you couldn't even give me a shot at the championship before you give it to anyone else. You kind of neglected me. You didn't thank me for helping you win the championship. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> if that's the <laughs> case, I, at that once that happens, my interest is already dead. The match will be great. Now, if they slow burning to where there's a disagreement. Maybe they have a tag team match and Seamus being here wants to go a little overboard and Drew stops him. <laughs> Maybe they really play up into their history. It may be good, but unless they plan on drawing this out to like Royal Rumble, which I doubt. No. God, but, I do. God, there's God, just no man. there's just no care there man but I do think that uh, Sheamus versus um, wasn't it would be a better match Drew yeah Sheamus versus Drew would be a better match I mean it's gonna be a good match I just hope the story is there I just hope listen even if the story is kind of like quick mm -hmm. and whatever he, that, that'll be fine. As long as it's, like, not boring. Yeah. As long as it's, you know, a good read or a good watch, it's just that I'll be fine. But as of right now, there's nothing on Raw. And I'm not even saying that to be fun. There's legitimately nothing on Raw of importance as far as story. It's just a bunch of matches, a bunch of talking, a bunch of he say, she say BS. Oh, and I'm supposed to care. Yep. And Mustafa you know, Ali and, and Shaq and Rico have probably one of the greatest, best match of probably the entire week of all wrestling. Possibly. Maybe. But, d d did we really care? I mean, this, what are we targeting Ricochet for? What did he do to, you know, 
Pillar of Wrath of Retribution. What the fuck has Ricochet done? Mm. Now you can say, oh, Mustafa was trying to get him to to join, but it's like, I mean, which Ricochet has every right to join, but it's like, so him getting him to join, you know, gives a match. Now, yes, he did. You know, they did attack Ricochet, but it's still, it's like, what did Ricochet do? To you, to deserve retribution, in this so-called storyline where you, you know you're calling out everyone who are bad people. I haven't seen Ricochet do anything bad to anybody. Yeah, I've seen Ricochet get his ass whipped and betrayed every fucking time. Yeah, that's. But I haven't seen him do anything bad. Yeah, I've never seen him commit a sin like this, either, bro. There, you know, I mean, that shit's false. You know, not in WWE. Not in WWE anyway. You know, it's like. It's like, okay, Ali, what are we, what are we getting at here? What, what, what are we, it could be a good storyline, but again, what, what are we, what are we getting at? Why do I care? Yeah, the match is great, but the outcome means nothing. You go next week and it's just another week, which we saw. He beat Rico, Ricochet one week, then he was fighting the fucking Team Raw the next. No, just, no con, just bouncing from match to match to match to match. I really think that WWE You know, I think WWE has a I think they're back. I think everyone complained about well not complain but praise like say New Japan for like five star matches or Kenny Omega or NXT for like their four and five star matches and meanwhile they say oh WWE's matches don't be that good. You know, sometimes I feel like WWE misses misses the point. A match is a five-star match because of the story going into it. When yep. you give me a good match without a story, it's just a match. Yeah, it's just if a match. If you give me a good match with, yeah, it's just a match with no stakes. Now, if there's like stakes on the end of it, or it's a storyline. The match is amplified, but when it's just a match with no story, no, you know, no, like, I'll say, you know, Survivor Series spot or no money in the bank, qual- you know, not a King of the Ring qualifier or something like that or a tournament type match, that when the outcome means nothing and there was nothing coming into the story, it's just a match. At that point, no matter how good it is, it's no more than a three star match. Unless there's a story that plays in during the match that leads to the leads to the end, maybe evolving the plot, you know, involving the storyline, then they'll you know it'll bump it up. But a match is a match; it can be good, but I need to be invested. You know, so it's, it, it's and I think that we just say, "All right, well, we'll give them a good match every week, and it should be fine." No, we need plot, we need story, we need to care. Yeah, it, it doesn't work every time, like like legit. And then they go, well, why didn't you guys like this? Or why do you guys always don't like this? And we go, well, because this shit is pointless. Like, mm-hmm. or it's bad. Uh, like the shit is so bad, bro. Like legit. Yeah. And I, and I get so goddamn mad when I see people. This is the greatest, or this or that. And I'm like, no, I I genuinely don't. I don't believe you when you say this. You're probably just trolling. But, like, legit, I've seen somebody 
go that that match on Raw was the greatest match they've ever had. And I was like, this shit was so the same match. The only difference is there was a Claymore involved. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, people are just blind to the fact. <laughs> it's like they they accept mediocrity, and that's the thing. They they accept was given to them and just be like, oh, okay. It's like when people say, I'll use this example. It's like when you're watching uh, Naruto, right? Yeah. And you'll say Naruto is trash towards the latter end of it. You'll have the people say, oh, what what, what you mean, man? What what, what you mean? The the moderate fight. Okay. The moderate fight. What about everything in between the moderate fight? What about all this dialogue I had to sit there and read up to the moderate fight? What about, what, what, what about all this story, this quote-quote story I had to sit through? It wasn't good. Meaning, it's still trash. I don't give a fuck how good a fight is. Or in this case, in wrestling, I don't care how good a match is. If the show is trash, if the storylines are trash, or if it's not a good show, no matter what you do, no matter what you show me, you could have Sasha Banks come out there and strip to a fucking thong. It doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is, if it's a bad show, it's still a bad show. One good segment does not make a good show. It's just like when, like when, I, when people say Naruto good. One uh, a fight, yeah, that's great. But look at all the garbage that is sifted to get to said good thing. Same thing with wrestling. Look at the amount of garbage you sit through for three hours on Monday Night Raw before you get to some a good segment. Like, but people accept mediocrity. They say, oh, one good segment. Yeah, man, Raw was good, man. That, that, that. And they'll talk about that one segment. It's like, okay, what about the other 50 seconds that was on the show? Oh, they were okay, man, but no one talking about that. We, we talking about the Drew McIntyre. It's like, yeah, I wonder why we're not talking about the other shit. Yeah, that was like the best thing on Raw. That's why, yeah, we'll talk about the good segment. That doesn't make the show good. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I used to tell Damo one or two good shows. I mean, one or two match, uh, one or, uh, sorry, one or two good matches does not make the whole show good. It makes the whole show fucking... Like it, mm-hmm. it just it just makes the show have a highlight. Like I don't even know what the fuck it's saying. It makes the show have at least Play a this. highlight. Play this. Let's say Monday Night Raw has ten chapters, right? Yeah. Let's let's just call it Monday Night Raw a book. Yeah. And it's ten. It's a ten chapter book. Yeah. If you read all ten chapters and you only found two chapters of a book was kind of captivated, that book is trash. Automatically, bro. Aut- automatically. You it's can't the same thing with wrestling. That's three hours of Monday Night Raw. If I watch 16 segments, so we'll just say 16 chapters, and out of that 16 chapters, I say, uh, maybe maybe three segments were good. Three out of 16 is bad. Uh-huh. It's not giving a good show. There are good moments. You could say there was a good moment here and there, but the show overall was bad. People don't think that way. People look at it as, oh, well, we had uh, the Randy Orton uh, promo that was beast and then we had the, the, the ricochet match and then the natural was fire though and, and then you got uh drew mcintyre yeah yeah and it's like okay combine that that was about 30 that was about maybe 30 minutes of a show what about the other uh 100 and uh what about the other however many 
well, let's see, 124 is two hours, right? So, well, no, six about 180 hours, 190 hours, three hours. So, what about the other 120 hours of the show? I'm waiting. Yeah. I'm waiting. You <laughs> gave me 30 good minutes. What about the other 100 hour, uh, minutes of the show? Oh, what was it? Garbage? <laughs> so, it's like, what do you expect me to say here? Yeah, that, that, that segment was good. Yeah, that, that, that match was good. Great. But that's two matches out of a fucking three-hour show. I sat here for three hours, and all I can get out of this show is two segments. That that, and I had to wait almost fucking two hours, and I had two and a half hours to get to those. I Me mean, for two and a half hours, I was sitting there pulling my thumb, picking my nose, and just sitting there like, what, what the hell am I watching? It's ridiculous, man. Monday Night Raw is fucking gar. It's just there's nothing going on. I don't get what happens. Yeah, I like Mustafa Ali. I like a lot of people on the roster, but nothing's happening. Yeah, nothing actually happened. That was the funniest shit ever. Like, nothing happens on this show. Nothing of important. Like, and the only reason why Roman is working out so well because he's finally a fucking heel. And WWE cannot write baby faces for it. Not saying that Drew McIntyre is doing a bad job, but. I mean, first of all, Paul Heyman's in charge of the Roman thing. Two, Roman, this is fresh for Roman. You know, he's never been to heel, so our interest is already peaked. Every week we see how he's getting, you know, how he's doing it. Drew McIntyre, he's been faced for almost a year now. There's nothing new there. And plus, he's a baby face. Being written from Bru- by Bruce. There's no real stakes. I mean, this is this, and not Drew's not doing a bad job. In fact, Drew's doing a great job. I think Drew's a good babyface. He's a tough guy, legit. You know, I think he's doing great as a babyface. But again, there's nothing you can really, you know, do when you have shit writing for you. You know, you have no one backing your writing. Yeah, and then it looks fucking bad, son. Yes, it does. You have people on the roster nine being I haven't seen Kevin Owens well, Kevin Owens going to be on NXT, but I haven't seen Kevin Owens do anything important. Alistair Black, you might say he's good as gone. Um Yeah, he's trying to go Mustafa Ali. <laughs> go back to what's called. I mean, can you blame them? Fuck no. They've done nothing with him. They have done nothing. like this is why. And this is why NXT is failing too. Since we're just talking about wrestling. Oh yeah. NXT is spelling because why get invested in these guys, fall in love with these guys and girls, invested in them, only to see them go to the main roster and do nothing? There's no point. Yeah. I, mean, I love Io Shirai. I think Io Shirai is fucking fantastic. She goes to the main roster. That's dead. Oh, yeah. She's dead. Dead. She, she's gone. You know. They, they, and, and you know, and she's not Oscar. Where, well, let me phrase this: her character is not Oscar. Where her speaking Japanese would be, when Oscar does it, it's just more of a rib and a fucking obnoxious way. It's kind of an endearing thing because he's just obnoxious, obnoxious. So you can do it, and it's her character. Oscar technically is a prick, a cocky prick who just yell out blabbering Japanese, says something in English, and keep moving and dance around like a fucking clown. Yeah, but it's her character, 
So that obnoxious Japanese shtick works for her. Io Shirai is not that character. Io Shirai is a serious, no bullshit character. Now, yes, Io can speak English. She can speak it relatively. She can actually speak it better than most people think. Actually, a lot of these people can. They just choose not to really... They choose to script them, which kind of limits them when they have to script them. Instead of just letting them go out there and speak. But yeah. EO go to the main roster is done. Oh yeah, she's Alistair Black. Down. We all love Alistair Black. We all love Alistair Black. I'll never forget when Alistair Black came back from his quote, you know, when he got injured. Yeah. Legitimately injured. He came back to see who was, when he got attacked in the parking lot and ended up being Gargano. Remember when Alistair Black came back? He beating up the security guard. Came in a ring, sat Indian style, told Nikki Cross to bring her ass here. Yeah. Like, that was fucking great. He gets to the main roster. He sits in a, in a closet for 10 months. Mm. He gets over as a tag team with Ricochet. People don't want People say, well, why would he tag team Ricochet? It's like, well, to be fair, they tried to have something from NXT karaoke because it wasn't in the Dusty Classic. So they tried to keep that continuity there. So I can't give him shit on that, but. They were getting over. They broke him up. Fine. He goes. He goes to SmackDown for. He's just in the fucking clock. He had oh, a, yeah. a match with Cesaro. Great. He's undefeated pretty much an entire year until he loses to AJ Styles once. No title shots. Nothing. And then he becomes a, a heel. He became a fucking meat uh, a meat shield during the Seth Rollins feud. Then becomes, then just turns heel because. I got hurt because of you guys. No explanation, really. I'm just interpreting why he would turn here. I got hurt because I'm saving you bass and tired shit. That's what I interpret. Yeah. But no explanation from him. No real explanation on why I now a heel from Alistair Black. He hasn't had an entrance and God knows how a legit entrance and God knows how long. They changed his theme music, which I'm not gonna shit on too much. But again, his theme did not need to be changed. And it's just like... And I'm just like, what, 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 what happened? Matt Riddle. Bro. <laughs> Riddle. I mean, he's up and on. He's on the up and up. But again, he's a big player. Keith Lee, he hasn't done anything in boy. What has he done? He's done nothing. In fact, he's lost one matches that he's won. Most of them by disqualification. <laughs> Yeah. So it's like on Monday Night Raw, they have done nothing with nobody. I don't know, man. It's just no. It's just it's nothing. They have no plans for the United States title. None. In fact, I don't see who beats Bobby Lashley. Who are you building up to beat Bobby Lashley, Keith Lee? Uh. <laughs> I don't know, bro. He has no feud. He's a United States champion with no feud. No one's even... It's as if... It's as if Bobby Lashley's walking with his title and everyone's like, oh, no, we're not going for that. No. Where's the point? Now, in the Hurt Business, it's great, but again, why is no one coming after Bobby Lashley? Yeah, you know, yeah, I get it. Kayfabe, why would you want to fight this man? But again, this is for championships. Keith Lee ain't doing shit. What the fuck is Keith Lee doing? Why aren't you... Why haven't you challenged Bobby Lashley? You beat Randy Orton. 
you have some wins over your belt. Go fight. Give me something else on the show. United States title shot. Something. And not Titus, like we saw that one week. Garbage. Yo, Titus, I don't understand what happened. Um, I like every time he tried to join a group, a group is either really mean or just really asshole-ish. And it, it looks it looks like a bunch of dickholes for no reason. And I'm just like, why are you guys being mean to this man when he's trying to join your group? But it's whatever. I don't know, man. I, honestly, I understand Titus O'Neil is a great ambassador. He does great promotion PR work for WWE. To be honest, I'm surprised he's even there. Me too. Like I, said, I, I know why surprised. he's there because of the PR. Like I said, he's there because he does such PR. He does more PR than actually wrestling. I don't know if that's due to his age. I don't know if he chose that. But it's just, it's just so bizarre. We have championships that no one's even going for. Yeah, I get Survivor Series, but you can still be building feuds. You have pay-per-views three weeks after another one. You should be building up feuds. Not, we'll go through all this time, and then a week or two weeks before a pay-per-view, we'll do a uh, a, a Fatal 4-Way to see who's the number one contender for Bible last year. Where's the story here? What's the story? Who are you gonna get? Mm. Who are you, who are you gonna put in the fair for? Are you gonna put Keith Lee, Riddle, uh, Humberto, and who else? And then who wins that one? Keith Lee wins by pinning Humberto because he's the eater of pins. And, and, and then you get Keith Lee versus Bobby Lashley in a decent match with no story. And if Keith Lee wins, it means nothing. Great, he's United States champion. It's like when Ricochet wins the match. Great. But there's nothing behind it. Keith Lee has no opponents. There are no heels on. In fact, there are no heels on Monday Night Raw. Who are the heels? Sheamus? Yeah, Sheamus. Randy Orton? Because that shit was I mean, Sheamus is here to everyone else. He's a baby face to uh, Drew. But honestly speaking, Sheamus has kind of been tweener. Ever since he's been. Ever since he broke kick Chad Gable, he's been kind of tweener. I can't call him a true heel. Whatever happened to Chad Gable? Who did. So who's the heels on the show? Randy Orton? The Hurt Business? Yeah, bro. I don't know. That's it. Oh, I'm sorry. Retribution, I guess. <laughs> Retribution. Where are they, the heels. are they gonna go for gold? I don't know, son, but they I don't take them seriously anymore. I really don't. I mean I haven't taken them seriously ever. You know, uh, I thought the I thought the Mustafa Ali ch- turn was brilliant. Yeah, and then they It's a little out. ridiculous. Yeah, now they fucked it up. You know, like, the man little... is such a fucking coward. It's not even funny, dog. Yeah, and he's, you know, he is. The bitch heel. Granted, I will say this. And this is some praise to WWE, believe it or not. I don't know if you've noticed. Retribution has been losing, but noticeably, Ali has not taken a pinball. Oh, yeah, I noticed. Noticed. He's actually... The only person who's won anything in Retribution either. So, at least he's actually looking like a leader. He gets the job done. And he doesn't lose. So I will give them give them that uh, benefit. Outside of that, man, ain't no other benefits to this fucking shit. Garbage. 
So, I don't know. But yeah, like, like, bro, it's just been, it's just been one thing after another when it comes to that shit, dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of, did you see NXT or see what happened in NXT? I mean, I know what happened. I didn't really watch. I saw what happened. Yeah. You well, know, I did watch some of it towards the end. I missed, like, the first hour. Yeah, it, it was pretty yeah, entertaining. So. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, it was I mean, entertaining. It's just... That crowd shit is actually starting to starting to eat away. Mm-hmm. And yes, there was like they announced war games between Pat McAfee's group and uh, what's it called. And while I love fucking war games, something fierce, I I, I was like, this would have been two times more exciting had there been a fucking crowd. Like yo, well, I you know there are. There are matches that I think should be held off until crowds, but NXT is so devoid of anything right now. It's you know it's a decent, it's a good show. It's not as good as it used to be. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. it's still a good show. But they they're so devoid of everything. They're so devoid that they kind of need working. I do agree that it's not the same without a crowd because that match is not going to be the same without a crowd. It never will be. But NXT doesn't have shit. They really don't. So I, I think you know. Now I will say the women's war games match. It's kind of random. Yeah, I was wondering who the fuck and why the fuck. Is it because they just need to have a women's war games match now? I was like. The fuck is this? But then yeah. I like it's like Shashi Blackheart versus the um Yeah, but this hasn't been much turmoil there. I mean, okay, it's been like a couple of weeks. She ran over her taint. It's been it doesn't feel it feels like So when it first happened it was a it was a mixture of feuds, right? A mixture of different feuds just kinda combusting into one thing. This is when Eo Shirai was healed, she was healed with Candace. You know, Shane was feud with Rhea. It was like four different feuds mocked them into one. Yeah. And by all those feuds being in the ring, they said, fuck it, war game. Yeah. Now it's like, and, and and those feuds were happening over months, so it kind of makes sense. Now, this NB, this this uh, Shotzi and Candace literally happened for all but two weeks. She ran over a tank, ooh. They beat up uh, Tony and, ooh, that, that requires war games. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't require working. I'm not saying it's not going to be a good match, but it doesn't require working. No. At least the Adam Cole, Pat McAfee thing makes sense. Yeah. They had a match. You know, Pat lost. He obviously is not done with Undisputed Era. He formed a group of his own. They've been taking out Undisputed here systematically, leading up to working. Yep. You know, it's a little rushed. But this is the way of the nature, but at least that makes a little bit more sense because we know that Pat has been feuding with at least Adam Cole. And by proxy, that includes Undisputed Era by proxy. Yeah, and I understand it. So, yeah, right. and it makes sense. The Shotzi thing, way too soon. It's not even, they haven't been feuding for a month, really. That's why she, I said, you know, like, they, yo. It needs a fucking, uh, I, I don't know, dog. It needs a crowd, so. 
Yeah, it does. But, you know... I've kind of... At the same time, though... I'm also kind of, like, not going to worry about too much, because at the end of the day, this is the world we live in. And I feel like it's best to get used to it, because you never, we don't know how old it's going to be as far as the pandemic. Places are already thinking about going back to lockdown. Yeah. Basically going back to phase one, like all over again. Why? You know, I'm not going to debate that here. But it's like, at some time, at some point, things could be like this for a good while. WWE is not going to just random throw out fans like AEW is doing yet. Wait, so, what is AEW doing? What did you say AEW was doing? No, AEW has fans at this show. Oh, yeah. I said WWE is not going to just put fans in the show like AEW. Yeah. Not yet. Speaking of AEW, they're killing it. I've had no issues the last couple weeks in the promos that I've Heard for the last couple of weeks are just fucking fire, son. Do you know why AEW's doing the floor show? Why? Because there's a sense of continuity. Yep. Nothing's forgotten. There's everything that happens, for the most part. Yeah. Minus their women's division. Yeah, their women's division is uh, notoriously shit. It's done with purpose yeah there is a reason why it's happening whether it's before whether it's at the end of the match or in or in the match and plus since they have the win-loss standings every match means something <laughs> even around even around jungle boy match means something because if jungle boy wins he can move that much closer to maybe get a tile shot so, and that's the, and honestly, they're not doing too much different in terms of WWE and a lot of things. The problem is, the, 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 not the problem, but the thing is, everything they do matters and nothing WWE does matters. <laughs> hey, when loss records matter in AEW. Oh, yeah, it does. Give me just a second. Give mm-hmm. me just, all right, what were we saying? Oh, yeah, AEW. Um, yeah, AEW is surprisingly, uh, but again, besides the women's division, surprisingly doing it right because they know how to do everything, bro. Like they 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 know how to do it. Like the promos be fire. Again, the only problem we we have is their women's division is it's just bad, son. It's it's just bad. I don't know why they do that, but well, one day we'll see. Um, I mean, it's not that hard. Like, <laughs> a, like a lot of people making it seem like AEW is doing like this is such a difficult thing to make wrestling fun. And it's not difficult at all. Oh, WWE this, makes but it what they like did because they don't think AEW. Everything is important just by the simple fact that they have those standing or whatever. You know, those top five standings. That alone makes every match matter. You could throw out their jungle. A random jungle boy versus Kip Sabian match. And you may, you know, you may question why this is even happening. 
Uh-huh. But at least you know that there's standings, meaning in some way the match matters at least to, uh, you know, at least matters a little bit because there are standings. And, you know, whoever wins can move possibly move up into the stands and possibly get a tower shot at some point. It's very simple. WWE doesn't have it. You can lose for months. And get a tower shot for doing nothing. Or lose for six months straight when a fatal four-way, you're all matching number one contender. Why was you even in the fatal four-way to begin with? You didn't want to match in months. And it happens in Dolph Ziggler, looking at, looking at Dolph Ziggler. It should have been I love Dolph. Dolph is great, but this man lose, lose, lose. Think it's a title shot. What have you done? Again, before his official burial, Alistair Black was undefeated for like a year. He didn't lose a match until he lost his match with AJ in that, you know, like three person match. He fought Luke Gallows first, then he fought Carl Anderson, and then he fought AJ Styles. That was his first loss. He didn't get a United States title shot. He didn't have an opportunity for a title. He gets several to thrown off a roof off money bank as if there was no care. It's like what the fuck? That's why no one. It's like that's why no one. That's why it's so hard for me because they don't make nothing mean anything. AEW did a simple thing. We have standings. Every match means with just the standings alone. At least every match has some sort of meaning. Oh yeah, they do have the standings now. So it's like yo, now everyone fights, and like the fights are just gonna be meaningful. Even if it's just for, I want the number one rank. You know what I mean? It's gonna make a little bit more sense now. It it means something. Even if you question why is the match happening when there's so much other things that should be happening on the show, at least the match in, you know, some point will matter because they either win to whomever wins and they can potentially be in the top five for a power shot and then possibly get a power opportunity. Sorry, that makes that actually so, makes sense. Like thinking about it. Well, yeah. So that's why AEW succeeds because it's simple shit. Yes. Yeah, I'm not saying WWE standings. I'm not saying WWE needs to do the whole standing, but at least make the wins and losses matter. If you're a Tyus O'Neill and you've been losing for the last two, three years straight, you should not be given no. You shouldn't be given a chance at anything. Your chance for a title match comes at the Royal Rumble. <laughs> if we don't have the people, and even then, if there's more, if there's thirty other people qualify, you're not getting that either. Oh, yeah, that makes so. sense. And then it's Friday, bro. Um, I just watched the um, what the fuck am I saying? I just watched the Roman Reigns and uh, Drew McIntyre sign a contract. Which to me was completely odd. I've never seen the two people sign a contract uh, before a Survivor Series match. Have you? They, they, they. No, but they do this shit because WWE and contracts. It's like you know, you think every title match that happens on a pay per view. When do y'all sign the contract? <laughs> I don't see y'all. T- I don't see Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre sign a fucking contract. 
I don't see Bobby Lashley signing no fucking contracts. Exactly. Why do we have to continue to always do contract signings? What's the point? Granted, the promo for Roman was good. Oh yeah, that that but again, the promo was fire. It's just like, uh, at the end of the day, I was just like, um, don't really care. Because they shouldn't have this match, huh? They should have done this match this soon either. Anyway, but oh mm. uh, yeah, like that okay, that was do. pretty fucking weird. I'm not gonna lie to you, dude. I was like, yo, why are they signing a contract? Who does this? Like, why is yeah, this a for thing? a non-title match, no less? For a non-title match, and I was just like, um, do we really need? These motherfuckers to sign a contract. This just makes it look weird. Considering that, you know, I've never seen anybody sign a contract. Like when the Shield fought the New Day for that Survivor Series. Did they sign a contract? No. Exactly. Like that shit was By the weird. way. Huh? By the way. I, I gotta switch subject. I, I don't know if you noticed this. During the SmackDown show. Uh-huh. Jumping from the Drew McIntyre part right quick. Uh-huh. What was Buddy Murphy wearing? I have no idea. He's wearing some weird ass pants. No, it's not the pants. That's his little disciple pants. Did you know what was on his pants? No. I didn't look. If you look closely, you remember how Seth Rollins used to have a little he had his little Target logo, whatever? Yeah. Like a Target. Yeah. Seth, uh, Seth Jesus. Buddy had Basically, that logo on his knee pad, but he also had on his red his, on his tights and red Messiah Slayer. What now, the fuck? Now, I'm pretty sure. I hope anyway. It was a jab, you know. At you know, at, just to get in mind of Rollins. You know, Rollins was always a Slayer of shit, King Slayer, Beast Slayer, Raiding Slayer. You know. Yeah. Uh. So I'm hoping it was just like a you know a, a so-called mind games thing, but uh, it looks stupid. I'm like, what the fuck, Messiah Slayer? I guess. But at least Barry Murphy won. That's the important thing. Dog. Hmm? Uh, but uh, yeah. It's yeah. I, I'm I'm going back and look at it now. That looks pretty fucking dumb. Oh mm-hmm. Lord Jesus, no! Why did they do this? Uh, like I said, I hope this is like a you know getting in the head of Rollins. I hope <laughs> uh, he should not come back out. He should not come out in that next week. He should come out to his other retarded looking shorts. But at least that was an original design. Yes. I, Hopefully, come back on that. His 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 shorts. I don't. I've never liked it. I've, I've never fucking liked it. But you know, I never liked it. But at least it's an original. At least it's something original. That is factual information. Like, I haven't seen really anyone wear that type of shorts or cup and shit like that. So I mean, for me, it's like you know, I don't really like it per se. But Buddy Murphy makes it work for one, and two, it's it's unique to him. Yeah, um, I'm just glad he um, 
you got to win. But my problem with this dub that he got, um, what did it do? Well, hopefully, and I say hopefully because we don't know. Hopefully, this moves Murphy up the card to eventually maybe challenge uh, Sami Zayn. I'm asking for too much, I know, but hopefully. He did beat Seth Rollins after all. Um, also, you have to remember Seth Rollins will be gone soon. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. Let's move on to Survivor Series because this card is looking. Eh? <laughs> well, I mean, the card is. Man, because like like Solid Monster says, like JD says, like a lot of people say, champions should not be losing. <laughs> but now a champion has to lose. Like Sami Zayn got pinned today, which didn't make any fucking sense to me. I did not see that match. I literally skipped it. There's a reason I skipped yeah. it. That match looked dumb as shit. Like, what was the match? What was the point of the match? Like, yo. Tension between New Day and Street Profits, man. That's all. Dog, that was so motherfucking pointless, dog. I will say this, though. It would be nice if uh, the Street Profits turned heels and beat the New Day. Hold up, son. Okay, sorry. Back to what I was saying. Yeah, bro. Um... <laughs> I'm sorry. I wanted to cut that whole silence out. I was reading something. Something got fucked up in the mail for me. Um, what were you saying now? I think you were talking, sir. What was the last thing I said? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then we were talking about Murphy. Oh, we were yeah. talking about Murphy. And oh, then, yeah, yeah. Survivor Series. I don't remember. Survivor Series. Yeah, so, yeah, the card, how the card looks bad. And I said, no champions should be losing. No champions should be losing, but we're going to have champions losing uh, left and right. But let's start with the men's. You know, I usually, usually would be excited for this match, the 5-on-5 men's Survivor Series elimination match. But this year, I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm not even close to being excited for it. I'm like legit, kind of like, uh, I'm bored. It looks stupid because you got AJ Styles, Keith Lee, Sheamus, Braun, and Riddle, and Otis for no, and Riddle. My bad, I read it wrong. Versus Kevin Owens, Jey Uso, King Corbin, Seth Rollins, and Otis. When the fuck did Otis yeah. even qualify for the team? I had Pierce put him in there. He said, I could put one person in there. I put in Oaks. Okay. Then there's... Uh, who do you think is going to win that match, bro? I, I don't think it's going to be... Team Raw. you think Team Raw going to win it? I mean, they've been playing this fact that they can't get along for how long now? Oh, yeah. Well, our team SmackDown is... Ugh. Jay Uso's on the train. I'm just like, yo, okay. Who are you about to beat on Team fucking... Um, Raw, 
And I remember he beat AJ Styles for some fucking reason. But whatever. We'll see. Just as long as the same two people are on that shit. A.K.A. fucking Shane McMahon. This would be like Braun Strowman's third joint in a row. Third or fourth joint in a row, which bugs me, but... Uh, I think I, I just think Team Raw wins. There's been there's been no turmoil really between Team SmackDown, Team Raw. I mean, there is turmoil. I mean, you got Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens and shit like that. But yeah, there's been no like storylines to show them all. You know, unhappy. So yeah, I think Raw wins. Uh, next we got Team the female one now. That's Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Alana, Lacey Evans, and Peyton Royce. And honestly, I think Team SmackDown is going to win because uh, Nia Jax is going to put Alana through a table. Again, for some fucking reason. Why is this even a thing? I feel like Team SmackDown should win. Yeah. But I don't think they will win. I think Lana is going to win this match for Team Raw. Really? Mm-hmm. Honestly... Both Survivor Series matches look like Team because Team Raw's had this. The, thing with, the reason why I say that is because Team Raw has been having these like conflicts on their team, yeah, on both sides, and it's like okay, not necessarily with everyone else. Team Raw women's has been having a problem with Lana. Team Raw just can't get along. So the obvious direction here is for them to get along for one night and win the match. Same thing with Lana. Lana's going to prove that she's not a piece of shit. And worthless, so she'll probably get she'll get put to a table and forgotten the entire match. I predict either I predict Bailey will be the sole survivor of her team, thinking she won the match, and then Lana will probably come out from wherever, roll Bailey up, and win the match for her team. Oh, you're probably right. So I'm going for the team roll for both survivor series matches. Uh, Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn. Hey, uh, I can't even say that whole. Match. I want to say. I want to say it, it's it's. I feel like Raw is going to win most of these, except for like two or three. It might be split. Um, it's like I could see Sami Zayn outsmarting Lashley. But I, I don't like see getting Lashley disqualified. Yeah, and or like I'll smile Lashley. He gets a counter and then he gets that after the match to keep to keep Lashley looking strong. I can see it, but I also see them trying to keep Bobby Bobby strong and just have him outright beat Sammy. Mm-hmm. Um. My gut, <laughs> my gut tells me Bobby. Mm-hmm. But my head is telling me Sammy. So I'm just gonna go Sammy. Yeah. Uh Yeah, it's probably gonna be Sammy because he is billed as a tactician now. Now we got the tag team championship matches. Uh match. And I honestly don't I, like if I didn't care I I just don't care about this match. Like, at all. Like, I legit... I don't care about any of them, honestly, but I think she probably just win. I think the New Day's gonna win because, you know, they're the New Day, so they get instant cheat code. Uh, 
But see, I think I just feel like they will win. And I thought about them maybe turning heel, but they can't do that because the next heel team, the next team to win his house will probably be the Usos when uh, Jimmy come back and they'll be heel and they'll beat the Street Profits for the title. So I think the Street Profits win clean against the New Day. Makes sense. Um, the next match is probably going to be match of the night: Sasha Banks versus uh, Oscar. I think Sasha Banks. Hey, Oscar has. I mean, Sasha has really never beaten Oscar in like an actual straight up way. Mm-hmm. I don't think she'll make Oscar tap. I think uh, I think she might counter Oscar into like a small package or something. And get the pin, and kind of and catch Oscar by surprise on what they have. Yeah, honestly, they think that's. That, I also think that's what's going to happen as well. Uh, yeah, that would be. Um, hmm. Yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. Or I think I would. I would say Bailey would have got involved, but you know, obviously, what happened with her and Bailey. But uh, consider that that no longer thing. I just honestly think Sasha Banks may actually get the W. Because she never got a W on Oscar before. Not in a straight up way, you're right. And yeah. then there's the main event of the night, which they clear by the way, there's gonna be a bullshit dual brand battle royale. I don't I don't know if you saw that. That's probably gonna be pre show nonsense. Probably. Like what the fuck is this even gonna be for? <laughs> Anywho. Uh, we got the main event, which is Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns, and I'm not gonna lie to you. I probably think Roman Reigns is gonna win the match. Honestly, I mean, it neither one of them should be losing, but obviously, if one had to lose, it would definitely be Drew. Um, I've thought about this. Saul Monster said on his podcast, so I'll sit here. You know, I thought about it before I heard him say that. This is the way. There's an easy way to book this match so no one loses, really. Like, you know, takes. But no one who shouldn't take the pen takes the pen. Or, you know what I mean? So the champions don't take the pen. They wrestle, they do whatever, and they both go down. And just have Miz cash in. The match then becomes the lead title. And at that point, even Roman can win it. But what happens is Drew, you know, maybe counters counters a. Uh, I can see Drew sidestepping a Roman spear. Uh-huh. All right. And then he can either close. I think he'll close line Roman out the ring. Claymore to uh, to uh, Miz. Uh-huh. And. Pen Miz won the match. Miz fails his cash in, but Drew keeps his WWE title. And thus, you can continue that Roman feud at a later date. Hmm. That's what I think. Uh, I know Saw Monster said that before. I was thinking about that as I was thinking of outcomes before I heard Saw Monster, but that's, you know, what I think can happen. And I think that's the best scenario. Miz is Universal Champion. No, thank you. Miz is WWE Champion. No, thank you. Not this current version of Miz. Dog, it's going to be so So, goddamn bad if he wins the belt, son. God, mm -hmm. no. 
Oh Lord, go God, son. Please don't. Yep. That would be so, so good and bad. And literally, it'll be some. Oh Lord, no. Why would you give me nightmares like that, man? Uh, I'm sorry, sir. Also, this is the Survivor Series is going to be the Undertaker's final send-off again for the third <laughs> fucking time. Um, I just hope he's actually done, man. That's all yeah, I do too. And I hope he, he doesn't go, actually, no, I, I can come back for one more match. I'm going to be like, stop. Please. Please stop. Just stop. <laughs> oh, Lord. Jesus Christ, bro. It's going to be a fucking shit show. It's going to be a fucking shit show, man. <laughs> I can't wait, though. It's going to be so fun. I just can't wait to see what a shit show it is. So, in the next week when we review it, we're going to remember this. And we're going to be like, yo. This really was a piece of shit show. <laughs> I mean, the matches may be good. There's some potential time for, uh, you know, for some good matches. But again, I, I don't care about half of them, if, if any of them. So. You said what? I said the matches could all be good on the show. But I don't care about any of them, so it doesn't matter to me. There's only one match uh, that I think is actually, like I said, there's only one match I think is going to be good. What, Sasha and Oscar? Yeah. Yeah. We'll find out, man. Of course, but. Uh... That's why we're having a little bit of a... That's why we're talking about it now, our predictions. And then when... uh, Mm -hmm. When it happens, which is literally in... A day and a half from now. We will all find out. The horrible truth that this pay-per-view is worth it. And I have a funny feeling it ain't going to be worth it. Exactly. (laughs) That being said, do you have anything else you want to say about the wrestling world? Before we wrap it up. No. Alright. Alright. I guess we can wrap it up. Wrap it up. That being said, we'll catch you guys next week with the uh, not only the review of this, but we can talk any more about the gaming stuff. Because next week we gotta talk about EA, bro. <laughs> what the fuck is going on with these people? Alright. EA. EA. <laughs> What's up? Alright guys, catch you later.
Hello, folks. This is Wild Fang from the Wild Street Fighting Podcast, or the Wild Fang Podcast, depending on who you ask. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are certain creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, and Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So you can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many, many more. You can make money for your podcast with no medium listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Please. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com and get started. Have fun. Okay, welcome to a podcast, everybody. This is Wild Thing, of course, uh, talking normally. Um, with Darkwave, of course. Like I said, we're not a full party. We haven't been a full party in like two, three weeks. Jesus Christ, I just realized that. When are we going to be a full party again? Who knows? I was about to say, Darkwave. Is it just me again? Whatever. So. You can't hear me? I can hear you. So. As everybody well knows, we, uh. It's Friday, you know. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody, you know. Hopefully, you enjoyed your Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Of course. Um, next thing's next. Because it's not all of us, I can actually just talk to you about that scalper business that's recently been discovered. Have you seen it? Oh, I've seen it. <laughs> what I'm are you? What what are your opinions on that bullshit? All scalpers, and I mean it so hardly. Okay, mm-hmm. should have their if they're male, have their balls cut immediately. If it's a female, I don't know. Uh, I hope you cut your hair wrong or something. Who knows? Jesus Christ. Honestly, without joking around, scalpers are all pieces of shit. That's just being honest opinion of it, you know. I get, you know, this happens anytime something's new. It can be shoes, could be graphics cards, can be video game consoles, but. And usually it's not as bad as this. The main reason why it's bad is all Sony. This is all Sony's fault right here. No question. Oh, wow. This is Sony's fault. This whole only online shit. It's not from the store. It's Sony making that announcement. And, and, and probably stores too. But this is all there. This is a shit show. With everything being online only as far as the PlayStation. And I guess now the Xbox. At least in Target it'll be Xbox. Except for GameStop. You're just making the bots, the bot accounts, and the scalpers just get it that much easier. Yeah, Best Buy is not that extra step. Yeah, good job. But that's when, whenever we get, you know, whenever they get some again. I didn't. I thought they got some today, but it was the twenty second, so that was my, you know, mistake. But you know, I want to, I want to share something with you in the podcast. So I went to work at eleven o'clock this uh, last night. 
Yeah. Well, I had to be at work at 12 midnight, but I went to, you know, I got there early, 11.30. Now, remember when Sony announced all this stuff that the purpose of this was to avoid uh, camping out and avoid these, you know, these lines trying to get a PlayStation, you know, for COVID reasons, right? Yeah. At 11.30. GameStop did not open until 7 a.m. 11.30 p.m., probably even earlier than that. But from when I got there, left there, there were at least five, six people already camping out. Yep. When I got off work at about 7 o'clock, the line was wrapped around almost to the shoppers. Wow. This is two weeks after a console launch. Two weeks. What have you seen a camping out for any console? Two weeks later. You see people hoard the store, you know, rush into the store and go buy it. But when have you ever seen people camping out? I have longer than about thirty minutes, two weeks. I have not seen it personally. Exactly, I've never seen it until today. Hmm. What's happening? What's going to happen is the longer that these stay on my own. It's going to get worse. Really? Because, yes. The common person, and, 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 and I want to alliterate to most people. People think I'm upset I don't have a PlayStation. I'm not upset I don't have a PlayStation, realistically. Realistically, I'm not. Because honestly, outside of Demon's Souls, I would be playing nothing. It, it's That's it. Hmm. And after I've beaten it once or twice, or however, it, it, my PlayStation will legit sit there because. I probably wouldn't want to transfer over the, everything to my PS from my PS4 to my PlayStation anyway until we get the M the you know the, the external hard drive support. You know, the NVME support. So most likely I still be on my PS4 anyway. Plus with everything basically being upgraded to PS5 if you buy for the PS4, I can wait technically. I can. Okay. But I've had plenty of times to pre order I could have pre-ordered from Target. I actually had the Sony invitation. So if I really, really wanted it to a point where like, yes, I must have it, I would have I'd have had it already. But the problem is when this, with it being online only, every day, or the moment that it goes into the store, it will be like launch day. Meaning you will have people camping out because the common man is not going to be able to get it. Walmart's a shit show. Target hasn't had it since launch. Best Buy, seemingly, I don't know, it's happier. It's the only place that's going to actually take precautions against bot accounts. You know, these bots account that. People just make a thousand different emails, set up over bots, and they end up with 30 PS5s in their fucking Pretty much. It's going to remain worse, because the common person is not getting it. You can't go to a store, stores are going to get like two, and people are going to constantly camp out. It's not even about going to the store bright and early. Now you got to camp out many hours into the day to get a PlayStation. Two weeks later, this is going on to December on in. It is absolutely fucking ridiculous and until they're allowed to be bought in stores like a normal human being as if nothing else is being bought in stores as if people don't pour it out walmart pour out target and all these other retail stores as it is people come in those stores as if nothing's wrong anyway they just put a mask on and think it's okay and dandy so until you allow these things to be sold in store this camping out will always be an issue until you allow it to be bought like a normal fucking item. If it was bought in stores, I guarantee you wouldn't have people camping out two weeks later. It'd be more of a, 
I'll arrive early and hope I get one. I'm not gonna fucking sit there and camp out almost eight hours for a PlayStation. Two weeks down the line. <laughs> wow. It's ridiculous, man. I mean, for me, it's it is it is getting more and more ridiculous as I keep going. Well, we can't. Oh, we don't have this and that. I'm like, well, good thing I was lucky as fuck. The way I was lucky, it's just like what is happening when it comes to this nonsense. And the fact that these scalpers was able to obtain 3,500, and that you read the excuse that they made, right? I read it, but I don't know the exact word. Like their excuses was just so bad, yo. Oh my goodness. Talking Sony or the scalpers? The scalpers. The scalpers tried to What's make excuse? Them bullshit. Excuse. Hold up. Let me. Let me pull that up for you, sir. Because it is a lot of shit that they said. Five. But at the end of the day, they said they have no regrets. But uh, I mean, listen, listen. Scalpers are pieces of shit, number one. But at the end of the day, do you know why scalpers do it? Why? Because dumbasses buy it from them. Yeah. Scalpers are pieces of shit, but the people who buy from scalpers are just as bad. Yeah. You enable them to go out there and continue to buy these consoles. I, I, I guarantee you, there are scalpers who got PS5s every time this went live. Why wouldn't you? I mean, I, like I said, scalpers are trash. I wouldn't do it because, you know, it, it's a thing in me where I know I don't like it, so I'm not going to do it back. But realistically, if I was that type of guy who added bots and did everything that needed to be done to scout 35 PS5s or however many 15 PS5s in my house combined of digital and physical, and I'm selling for a fits to the pop, and people are legitimately buying them from me. I mean, business is booming. <laughs> if you look at it that way. Of so, the scalpers succeed because the idiots are buying it from them. So, not only are the scalpers pieces of shit, if you buy from a scalper, and I don't care who's listening to me, you are a piece of shit. You're on their level. You may not actually, you might just be a little bit worse. <laughs> because. They could spend their money and scout, but if no one buys it from them, they have all these PS5s and can do nothing with it, but then sell it for normal price. The fact that y'all go out there and spend eight, nine, a thousand dollars for a console is absolutely ridiculous. A console with one, with legitimately maybe just one game. That's, you know, not that, that you can't buy on PS4. Let me rephrase that. One exclusive, or a couple, but one great game that you can't buy on PS4, and that's Demon Souls, which half of the community will not play any. Though it's the easiest Souls game, they still won't play. Oh yeah, it actually got it actually sold well. All right, if you can remember a couple of weeks ago, where we where I asked, will it sell well because it's not on PlayStation 4? It actually did well. Surprisingly. Well, I mean, I said it would do well. There's no way it wouldn't. There's a ton. Listen, like I said, 
as many Souls fans as there are, there's many who don't, but there's going to be tons of people who buy it, because you have to remember, a lot of people, I'll, I'll use JD, for example, he bought Demon Souls, this motherfucker has never played a Dark Souls game day in his life, at least not to my knowledge. So, you have people who are, who've never heard of Demon Souls, and they look at it, like, oh, this game looks great, so they probably bought it off that too, plus, what else is there to buy? You know? So, I'm not surprised it did well. I'm glad it did well. It will get no DLC, nothing like that, but, you know. Oh, but it does, because that last, uh, that last tomb's, uh, stone is still broken, and I'm like, you you couldn't have fixed that and give us an extra shit? Well, it will take Miyazaki coming in, or Miyazaki giving Blue Hole his blessing, but we don't know how Bluehole isn't actually making a game without the without the blueprint laid for them. Yeah. I think they've only done remakes and remasters. I think I could be wrong. They did a lot so, of remasters and remakes, yeah. Yeah, and you can't. And they worked on Killer Instinct. Yeah, but you can't. You know, outside, you know, the, the remakes and remasters. You can't really, you know, hold it as they're doing great because the blueprint is already laid out for them. Yep. I think Demon Souls is probably like the one game that they legit made probably from the ground up because obviously that's a completely ground up game. You know, that's like yeah, yeah. The, but you know, but you know, they add, I think I do believe they add new animation and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, the blueprint. For how that game is supposed to be made, the level design, enemy placement, all that was basically there. All they do is copy and paste, add some new animations, tighten up, you know, freshen up the graphics, new engine, and there you go. I don't think they've ever done something where it's like a blank piece of paper and they have to actually draw on it without any references. If you know what I mean. Like they've had references, they had the blueprint to do everything they've done. Not saying they can't, but I don't know if they, yeah, I've never seen them do it yet. So. I don't know if a Demon Souls DLC would even. I mean, I guess you know they had to get the blessing of Miyazaki. Number one. Number two, you know we have to see. Hopefully they do it good, but who knows, man? Miyazaki is probably still busy with Elden. The fuck that can. So. Uh, yeah, God knows when Elden Ring is coming out. But onto the 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 piece of shit company. From Crab Chiefs Notified, right? They said the PS5. Hold up, no, 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 no. I'm not even gonna fucking what's up. I'm gonna skip past some of the things that they said. They said pretty much they had a bunch of monitors set up. They said they didn't use bots, even though nobody believes it. Uh, and they said they pretty much said lots of the community have been for long made redundant or at. Uh, some form of disadvantage due to, to due to the pandemic. These people have managed to cover their bills, put food on the table, supply Christmas to the children. And it may be unfortunate that a child won't wake up to a PS5 this Christmas, but another child may have woken up to nothing. We have no regrets. And the people have been letting these motherfuckers have it. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna read some comments because some of these are just pure gold. <clears throat> Oh my god. It says 
There's no way that you could have secured that many consoles without bots. I got my family a PS5 the right way. Hopefully someone takes action against garbage like you. Uh, I, hold up, hold up. Nope, they won't do nothing against them, not even a fuckboy. I hope they're not expecting Sony to do that type shit, because Sony you know, don't give a shit. Sony's not going to do anything. Even though they did fuck Sony over with the inventory. <clears throat> it says... No, because Sony looks at it as, oh, we made money. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Another thing. Um, It says, you are scalpers. Nothing more, nothing less. The fact that you are only buying consoles and then sell them at a vastly increased price, the way above the R RP, extremely rep uh, uh, reprehensible and you should <laughs> do us all a favor and fuck just fuck off <laughs> oh this one is fucking hilarious it says <laughs> it says if you can't beat the scalpers you join them for one dude and it says dude you're a piece of shit <laughs> it says how does it feel knowing your kids are growing up with a dad that's a piece of shit damn well, in some areas, scalping is illegal. People forget that. Since Sony won't honor the warranty of the third-party sale, all scalpers, William Gordon, should get stuck with their product. Damn, that is true. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, oh, wait, this dude was like, so I am a piece of shit because I bought a PS5 and an Xbox for myself and my kids. It says, <laughs> because poor David didn't think outside the box and got nothing. Damn. No, if you bought it, if you got PlayStation, legit, or however you got it. Listen, if you use a bot account to get a PlayStation, I have no, I'm not going to sit here and deny you. It's when you turn around and you, you scalping it. Like, okay, so for example, if I use a bot account, right, to grab myself one PlayStation, right? Yeah. For myself. Or if you did it, right? You're not a piece of shit. You got a bot. And you got your console. But you got one console, right? You're not flipping it. You're not selling it. You know, for $1,700 fucking dollars. And even if you did do that, you have how many? One. Huh? It's the scalpers who take pictures legitimately of like 10, 15 PlayStations lined up in a wall. Those are the pieces of shit. These niggas have 3500 I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. Yeah. It, you, they are the piece of shit. Like, if you use, if you told me, yeah, I use the bot account to get my PlayStation, I don't want to sit here and blame you. Why would I? Especially, when, I mean, you know what I'm saying? If you bought a PlayStation, if you bought one PlayStation and you decide to sell it, I'm consider that a piece of shit to a certain extent. You only bought one. You bought one. You know, like you, like anyone else would have. You know? Yeah. It's when you buy, when you have multiple PlayStation. Robbing many people from getting it on top of using the box to get all of them on top of selling that shit for $17,900. If you buy a play, if you bought a PlayStation 5, one PlayStation 5, and decide to sell it, I mean, you know, you could say that's a piece of shit, but you only bought one. You know, you bought one, so it's like. On one hand, you can say oh, that's wrong. Someone else could have wanted that console, but at the same time, you you, you bought one. You fought, well, not with a bot account, but you fought if you you know whatever. You still got only 
one. What is most people did? But when you see people like ten or fifteen of these motherfuckers, yeah, that that shit. To me, that's that's even worse. You know, I still think buying something just to sell it is a hit and miss. Yeah. You know, sometimes you buy it just to sell it. I mean, it's not necessarily right because someone else may want it. But if you only bought one and you're not sitting here trying to rob like 15 of the motherfuckers, you know, I, I can maybe understand, you know, it's the Christmas holiday, you maybe want a little bit of extra cash. So why not sell a PlayStation 5? Yeah. And maybe. If you got one, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. I, I wouldn't harp with you too much. Yeah. You know, I, I wouldn't call you a complete piece of shit because you only did one. Whatever. But when you got four, five, six, seven on up, and you're trying to hawk these, and, you, and then you take a picture of it, like Sean, like, yeah, look at me, I got it, yeah, yeah. You're a piece of shit. 110%. There's no even. Uh, finish, hmm? finish what you're saying? No, I'm saying there's no debate in that. Like, I could debate you selling, buying one and selling it. I can't debate you. Having five, six, seven, eight. Hey, yo, there's one that says this issue doesn't justify anything. By your logic, you are making a business out of something that is unethical, which results in people in the current pandemic, uh, which results in helping people in the current pandemic. I'm sorry. Is it okay for me to steal your supply so I can sell that supply and use the money for charity? By your logic, it is absolutely the same. Fucking hilarious. I mean, oh, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. As much as I hate them, scalpers will always exist, man. I mean, you have in-store scalpers. Yeah. Scalpers don't exist just online. You have people who go in stores and buy like five items or one thing and go sell it. I've seen it. Oh, my favorite, especially when is... consoles. Oh yeah, hmm? yeah. My my thing is in this in in where I work currently, you can't. If you're trying to buy five phones, we're gonna go nah. Why not? I'm I talking about like when something comes out, like say for example, like yeah, next year, right? Yeah. Say summer, the PS5 will probably be able to buy anywhere. Hopefully, you'll have people probably going in and buy two or three of them just to sell. Scalpers exist in all forms. It's just that on the internet, it's far easier because they can just make bot accounts. But unfortunately, you know, scalpers wouldn't really exist as much if people didn't buy from them as much. There'll always be someone buying from something because people just get desperate. Yeah. But if people didn't buy it as much as they do, then scalpers wouldn't exist. Well, what the fuck are they going to do with 35 PS5s? What the fuck am I going to do with 6 PS5s? What the fuck am I going to do with 10? If no one buys this shit, I got like a good two grand just sitting here and I can't sell shit if people didn't buy that shit as often then the scalpers would kind of lay off because they'd be like well this is a nine and a worth my this is not worth the investment this is not worth me getting a bot this is not me sitting at my computer with a bunch of guys refreshing my fucking page to try to get a bunch of PS5 if no one's going to buy it it's a waste of money unfortunately enough people in the world buy that shit and it's a profit at the end of the day. Now, if you have a scalper, if you're a friend who's a scalper, they may just give you one for the normal price and call it a fucking day. Yeah. But as far as like legitimately selling, you know, the, the eBayers out there, people buy that shit all the time. 
That's why they always will exist. Always. You have some stoppers who undercut, and you have some scholars who overcut. Yeah. More often not, they overcut. The only time you see a stopper undercut is if fucking the product is just not that good anymore, and it's not worth four hundred dollars or something. Then you may see an undercut three fifty, two hundred, but more likely. Hey, hold and on. I don't raise it. And no, hmm? this is the best excuse I've. Uh, this is the best uh, comment I've, I've seen. It says barely enough to buy food and pay bills, but enough to buy a lot of PS fives. I mean, they probably make money to buy those PS fives. So that's probably not even it. And then it. I don't know if people. I don't, I don't know if people understand this pandemic has. I mean, for some it has been. I'm not saying it has, but for some people. It has not been that bad for them. Yeah. A lot of people, I mean, look at look at the landscape. People are buying Nintendo Switches, PlayStation 4s, Xbox Ones. They were buying shit like it was fucking brand new. Yep. I haven't even seen a PS4 in stores in months. Anywhere. So, this pandemic... As bad as it has been for a lot of people, a lot of people have not felt the effects at all. In in no way, shape, or form. None. So, you know, that statement is kind of hit and miss because a lot of people have have made more money now than ever before. So, Uh, this one says they're no different than the people who loaded up on baby lights and stuff. Try, try, and try to extort people for large amounts of money during the shortages uh, from the pandemic. They have money, so they're trying to use that money to make more money. They don't care that they're potentially hurting some child and ruining the holidays because the parents can't afford inflated system prices. I mean, they're not wrong. I mean, scalpers will always exist. The problem is, you people buy from them, like. The, the people, the people commenting are not wrong, but they fail to understand. You're saying this, but yet they're still raking in the cash. Oh no, they barely so so. Turns out they looks like they barely sold them drinks. Good, and I hope they don't. I hope they don't. I hope no I hope no. I hope scalpers sit there with thirty five hundred PS five. I hope it gets to a point where they have to undercut them. That's what I want to see. Or sell it at normal price. Like the sad thing about scalpers is, it, it, I don't think they understand. If you sold a PlayStation Five at the five hundred dollar mark, you know the five twenty three or whatever it is for tax. Yeah, you may not make a profit off the complete consoles. Maybe you can bump that up to like five fifty. You might actually sell more. <laughs> but they want like double profit and shit. Hmm. But I don't know, man. It's it, it's just it's this console launch. Man, due to the online shit. It is is the worst of all time in terms of like just the launch itself. Yeah, fucking terrible. It's, it's it's getting more and more, it's getting more and more um, annoying for a lot of people 
but for me, um, for me personally, because I, I I'm privileged enough to have both, and I'm privileged enough to do what I did. I didn't scalp. I didn't do anything illegal. I I pretty much earned my way into both of them. Uh, the Xbox, little bit of some shady shit, little bit, not too much. Uh, the PlayStation literally got to the store, <laughs> got to the GameStop on time. Xbox, it was just I have friends at the GameStop, which is why I tell people to make sure you make friends with the people at the GameStop, especially the manager. They'll help you out. That's for both of them. Um, yeah, at the end of the day, you know, I'm, I'm more privileged to have both of them. Um, but I feel as I feel for people who have to. Uh, go through the nonsense that is like scalpers and people having it in their cart and trying to check it out and they go oops no it's no longer in sale like Spirit did not she she had to get the physical one she wanted the digital one Walmart looking at you yep and it's like it's so bad when you try to get the one you want and you have to get the opposite one you want Thank, thankfully Galactic had a second one and he was able to give it to her he didn't oversell it. He didn't do anything. He just literally bought the joint. He had one physical, one digital, and just gave it to Spirit, and Spirit paid him back. He didn't go, here's an extra $1,000. Or, oh, give me an extra $1,000. He, he gave it to her. So, it's like, yo, come on, man. <laughs> but, uh, the fuck was that? Her fuck being screamed really loud. Was that JD? That was JD. The hell is he talking about this time? I don't know. I'm not paying attention. <laughs> no. Sorry about that. Well, yeah. Like I said, man, it's just it's it's just the scalping shit is is very annoying to me. And yes, I'm not one of the victims, but I know I'm in a party full of the victims right now, and I'm pretty sure everybody is annoyed that the fact that they literally tried to get their PlayStations like nine times now, and Everybody announced these days and that days, and then it goes up. Well, thankfully, Best Buy was like, "All right, now that we know about this, let's add this extra step to it." So now you can't just bot Xbox. You have to, you have to go through the step. And I do hope what? that this company that they that trying to make it so that they're doing something for the pandemic, they don't get no business. I hope and pray to God that they uh they lose business, and because now that everybody's bringing uh making it aware. It's going to be harder for them to sell because they're being a piece of shit. You know what I mean? I hope so too. Anyone who's scalping like that, you know. To that extent, yes. They deserve to get nothing. And I can't and I can't wait to see the repercussions of their nonsense. I can't wait. Nothing. Probably okay. nothing. We'll see. I mean, obviously, Sony don't give a shit. Oh, yeah, Sony's not going to give a shit. Because Sony... Sony, you know, they're like, oh, Black Lives Matter. I mean, not Black Lives Matter. No, we stole a lot. Speaking of Sony, they did put a Black Lives Matter thing in the middle of the... Uh, in the middle they of did, but... Miles Morales. That's called PR. Yeah. PR. Yeah, that was clearly PR. Sony don't get two shits about these scalpers, man. 
They don't give a shit. They don't give a shit if you play a console or not. As long as you buy it, they make money. PlayStation party. I was about to smack the shit out of Galactic. Like, Galactic, what the fuck? Anywho. Um. So the next thing, let's 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 move on as far as this because we can talk about scalpers and bullshit for the rest of the goddamn time. Ah. Uh, have you seen what's been going on with um, Avengers? Yeah. You hear something? This is the first time. Well, I wouldn't say the first time, but. The first time in a real while that you hear a video game basically not making the money it made to make it. <laughs> you usually hear that about movies all the time. Yeah. Video games, you don't hear that about. Yeah. My problem, and, and, and again, I've said this again and again and again with Avengers. I've told multiple people, and I've told one person in particular who loves the story mode. It's not a good story mode. The combat's okay. Hell, Godfall got better combat. That's the sad part. Yeah, the combat's okay, but everything else about the game is not good. It doesn't make it a good. It's game. a looter game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Avengers is not. It's not good. The story is so basic and bland and predictable, and they and they chose the worst villain as the main villain of all time for a group of like that. Who's the main villain in that game? Modoc. Really? Yeah, so you buy the, you fight a bunch of robots, you fight giant robots, and you fight three villains. Now the three villains are Abomination for one mission, about a five minutes. You fight freaking Taskmaster for one mission for about five minutes. Then you mm-hmm. fight um, Modoc, and then he gets into another robot. So, yeah, so essentially... Um, all this is, is, is nonsense. And I have the same problem with Spider-Man Miles Morales. It's only three villains. It's only three villains. Why did they keep doing this for Marvel games? Like, give them, give us well, spider villains. Like, they want quantity over quality, sir. Bro. Bro. Look. If they took the villains from, from the original Spider-Man game... You know what? No, better yet. If they combine the villains from the Marvel's Avengers and and combine it with Marvel's Spider-Man, they would have a lot of villains and it would be fucking amazing. But instead, we have to sit here and fight three villains. Two, one of them you fight twice. The other one you fight. The other one you fight one time. It's just so bad, yo. It's just so bad. And this is, I'm not going to lie to you. Spider-Man Miles Morales has the worst version of the Tinker I've ever seen in my life. No one can tell me otherwise. It's like the main villain, and, and, I, and I spoiled it here, was the Tinker. And she had a moment of... Try, she, look. Even Spirit was looking at the screen like, what? When your mm-hmm. villain is stupid and or doesn't make any sense... And you expect me when they do a heroic thing to feel sorry for them? I'm not going to do it. It's just to make me look at them like, well, oops, you committed an oopsie, so now you're dead. Oops. Like, get out of here, bro. Like, uh, I, you said what? No, sir. I haven't played Miles Morales, nor do I have any intention to. Honestly, I mean, it's a good game. 
Don't get me I wrong. I just don't care. Yeah, don't get me wrong. It's a, it's a it's a it's a good game. It's just when you play when you play a bunch of games. Oh, when you played Spider Man last year, and then you guys like you had so much better. You did so much better with your game last year. So, like at this point, I'm just like, yo, it's short. It's short and sweet to the point, but like I platinum the game, and it only took two playthroughs and. It's just a bunch of nonsense. But, but I don't even talk about that now. But back to Avengers. And and somebody actually asked me, which is better? Avengers or Spider-Man? Miles Morales. And I said, Miles Morales, if I was to give it a score before I finish the review that I'm making, it'd be a 7. Avengers is like a 4. It's there's not even comparable. The story may have been kind of uh in Miles Morales, but I'd rather play Miles Morales a hundred times over because I actually had something with that game. It's called Fun versus the other game where I was barely having fun and I only had fun in the moment. But that game is full of so many goddamn bugs, it wasn't even funny, bro. Oh, uh, yes, the infamous bugs. Yep, and and as Galactic would say, ninety-five percent of the game is loading screens. You can't tell him otherwise. Ninety-five percent of the game is, is straight loading screens. My man got so mad that he beat the game. He beat the game, and was like, "Yo, ninety-five percent of these joints are just straight loading screens." Like he literally, he literally got to the end of the journey and was like, "Yo, I bet you you can cut half my time out." But the loading screens kept that half that shit in there. That's crazy. <laughs> also, that was also a big problem considering that Ghost of Tsushima came out within close succession of the game. Why did Ghost of Tsushima had two times better loading screens than that jump? Ghost of Tsushima went when you fast traveled on Ghost, it was like, all right, you're there, have fun. In this joint, you try to travel Ghost anywhere. You said what? Cause I said Ghost of Tsushima is just a fucking map. Well, I would say map because it's a fucking great game. <laughs> yeah, it's a great game. It's probably gonna be game of the year this year. Probably. Or my person. Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Was built to be good. The other game was built just to make cash. Yeah. Off the Avengers name and it failed miserably. Basically, there's literally that's the difference there. One was to make money off a name, the other was made to be a good game. You know, no one went to Ghost of Tsushima and be like, "Yeah, let's uh make this game to appeal to our name to get cash." No. They went in and said, let's make a good, a goddamn good samurai game. The people who made uh, Avengers, they're like, oh, Avengers, uh, Iron Man, fly around. Yeah, 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 man, we, we got this right here. We, we, yeah, people buy it because there's Avengers on it. Yeah, man, let's cash in on that. And you see that no one bought it because it's trash. Avengers, can you still hear me? Yeah. I'm gonna say this: the Avengers, in my opinion, 
is not no longer a selling point. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. It was it for was, any media. Yeah. No, for any media. Yeah. A lot of people are done. Uh, a lot of people are done. To a lot of people, when you see Avengers Endgame, that was their endgame to most Marvel anything. I'm, you know, that is that was ten years. 10 maybe even 10 plus if you want to include other marvels that weren't in the universe but for the marvel universe 10 plus years of investment 10 plus years of learning these characters falling in love with these characters 10 plus years of build up that build up ended with endgame 90 uh, quite a bit of people are done they do not care about anything else that comes out. Most people's favorite Avenger was who? Iron Man. Where's Iron Man? Dead. So therefore being, the name, the Avengers name is no longer a selling point. Captain America's not there. Black Widow's not there. Hawkeye's basically retired. No one cares now about the Avengers. And they really thought that the Avengers they were going to sell that fucking game. It almost did. It almost did. Don't you think people played the better they already knew? Hell no. <laughs> I played that better. I'm like, no. Server crashes, lag, load times take 30 fucking years. Fucking the, the multiplayer matchmaking is absolute god awful. Why would I buy this game? Yeah, it, it was... And on top of that, it's a, a looter game. Root games don't don't do good until years later. So, yeah, and as I said to one of my friends, I said, and I quote, because um, he was mad that Godfall got compared to like Anthem and all them, and I said, well, you games, there are games in this world that don't get the that luxury of choosing not uh, what to and what what to get compared to and what not to get compared to. You cannot choose when you're when you're worst in the game. It's not possible. Like you 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 don't have a choice. Like that's not your choice. You know what I mean? And I and I said this. I was like, dog. Mm -hmm. PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale came out as the worst Smash Brothers. It had no choice. Could not. Um, it couldn't beat that stigma. Freaking. Uh, what else? Oh yeah. I was like, Anthem came out as a worse Destiny, and it could not choose that. It couldn't choose. Like, you can't be a worse ver Lords of the Fallen came out as a worse Dark Souls game, and like I said, it had no choice. So, you know, as I, as I say to anybody who's listening to this, this podcast, I say this. If your game is being compared to a game in unfavorably, it's no longer, you don't have the choice of trying the, you can't compare as nonsense. You don't have a choice. Neo, Neo is one of the games that can do that because it's like, all right, we're literally like a Souls game, but we have our own unique thing, but we're actually a good game. So it has a choice to be like, oh yeah, now we're Souls-like, but you know, you can't compare it to Dark Souls. Fucking, again, Lords of the Fallen can't. It's worse. It is officially dubbed as one of the worst games out there. 
You don't have a choice. Like, what the fuck? Did the Anthem definitely don't got no goddamn choice. Even though they're coming out with, like, whatever. It don't got no choice. PlayStation All-Stars, it had no choice. What are the bad games? What are the games out there? Oh, yeah. Um, Godfall, 110% doesn't have a choice. Because it came out. And people are comparing it to Warframe. And I'm like... I mean, that's what it is. Yeah, I'm like, you're getting unfavorably compared to Warframe. That means you're doing a worse job than Warframe currently. How, like, did you not learn from Destiny twice? Destiny came out horrible twice. All you had to do was just come out and be better than goddamn uh, Warframe. Not come out and be worse than Warframe. But apparently they, they wanted to be worse than Warframe. So it's not my problem. The problem is these companies or whomever, they look at these loot games and they legitimately think that players are going to want to invest in their game for the long haul, no matter how bad it might be and all that shit. And, and, and the problem is most gamers will not. Warframe has been out. For almost 10 years now. Okay? If not 10 years already. Yeah. Give or take. Okay? Uh -huh. When Warframe came out, it was a beta. A was free. It's still free. And it was a beta that was not very good. But it was free, so people looked at it as this is a progression type game. Yeah. And 10 years, Warframe has done a lot. It has done. I remember playing Warframe on PC, yeah. and then I remember really getting involved in it the day the PS4 launched. You look at the day, you look at Warframe from back then to Warframe now. It's almost two completely different fucking. But the difference is they've been adding shit since the time of release. Yep. Their plan was to keep adding things from continue of release no dime was spent playing warframe unless you chose to buy warframe suits or weapons or platinum you buy that game you you, you want to play warframe you just go download it done back then same way unless you bought the founders pack you know founder pack always basically like their donation like their kickstarter essentially oh shit you're right um Anthem, Godfall, Destiny to a certain extent, though I think Destiny came out far better than both of those games combined. Those games come out, A, with a $60 price tag, B, with all this hype, but then deliver nothing. And then what they try to do, is they try to give these press releases, oh, Give it time. Oh, We're yeah, listening no, to dude. feedback. I hate that. Hmm? I hate. I hate. I hate. When, I hate when places say that. We're, we're, please give us time. We're listening to your feedback. We're working on making changes. Motherfucker, do anyone play test your games? Number one. Number two. Do y'all not look at the games previously before you? You know these developers look at these games as if. It's like they don't do no research. Like, who's ever making these games do not do research on they what not. not to do. And it doesn't make How sense. dare you? 
How can you make a game? You look at Warframe, and you don't think that people are going to compare your game to Warframe. Look at the fuck you're doing. Suits and melee. It's one of the main things Warframe does. Suits and melee. Yeah, that is true. Warframe and its free game didn't have much to do. You and your $70 game don't have much to do. That is fun. Oh yeah, it is seven. Look at Anthem. Anthem, at least, at least Anthem, the flying, the, the sense of flying around and stuff like that was somewhat okay. The problem with Anthem, like everything else, the storyline was mundane. I had to stop the, I had to stop progression, and do stupid shit. There is basically no end game. It was all pointless for nothing. And overall, just not that fun of a game. At the end of the day, the flying, the old. I understood the gimmicks. I have defended Anthem on this show by base not defending the game as being good, but defending the game on knowing the gimmick of the game, which is their suits, which does, a, to me, a better job than Godfall suits. Because apparently Godfall suits are all the same, but except for one ability. Ooh. Hmm. So it's, it's like, so you don't look at Godfall, you don't look at Division 1, you don't look at Destiny 1 and 2, you just say, oh, a loot slasher game, woohoo, and here you go. As if this is what people want, and then you'll come out two years with a 2.0. By that point, it's too late. I tell people all the time, people are like, oh, you gotta give Anthem a chance. I'm like, whether I give it a chance or not is irrelevant. It's too late. It's uh... vastly too late. It, that is it's 2.0. It's been two years. If I give it a chance, it'll be a chance to see just how it plays. But more likely, the game as a whole, as a game, and, and, and listen, the game could be great. It could. This two, this 2.0 bullshit, it could be the thing that makes this game go from like a 5 to an 8. It could. I'm not saying it can't. But do you think the player base is going to come back to your game? And even so, even if they did... It's too late. I You're considered a failure. The only way you will come a you, you the only way you redeem yourself after that is by doing 2.0, and you gain some fans back to buy your second game. Mm -hmm. At that point, you might get people to buy. Like people got like people got people to buy Destiny 2. Like people got people to buy Division 2. And honestly speaking. The only thing about Destiny 1 that was bad was mainly the story and the end game, and it didn't take long for the, the gunplay was always fantastic. The loot was a bit garbage in Destiny 1, but the story was trash. And it overall was kind of a boring, repetitive game once you hit end game. But the gunplay was so good, you, you kind of looked past that. You had the PvP. So you had things in Destiny 1 to kind of make you look past that. You know, co op was great or good. The vision one the same way. I thought the loot drops in the vision was got off. But the gunplay was fine. Running around with your friends made the game at least a little bit better. The the uh, the dark zone PvP was a unique thing, you know, open world PvP with PvE and that. It made it unique and it gave it some life. Now it didn't take the vision a year to really I say get jumping about six months or so. But it wasn't a good, it, you know, it wasn't like some great loot game. They never are. 
Godfall came out and did not look at any of the mistakes that these other games did, and thus it is a failure. You've been better off making it a Dark Souls fucking loot game. It's tight loot game. Yeah. Oh wow. Um. Yeah, you're right. They might as well have made Dark Souls type of game. Might as well. Yeah, but that shit was just. It's like I said. It's it's fucking terrible when um. It's it's really bad when when again your game has to report that hey we we suck. Like, yeah. like we're terrible. Oh my bad. Like, come on, bro. Please give us a chance to fix our game. Give give me a chance to fix it. We'll fix it. And I go, for me, again, and I say this about a hundred times. I'll say it a thousand times. I'll say it 200,000 times. For me, you're a one and done. <laughs> I'm not going to get you back. The only way I get you back is that everybody in their grandmother can convince me to get you back. But other than that, like... You'll never see me playing No Man's Sky, or you'll never see me playing, like, fucking... What was the name of that other game? Oh, yeah. Uh, damn it. Don't worry about it. You'll never see me... You'll definitely never see me playing Anthem. Or even like EA, you know that. You'll never see me playing Anthem. You'll never see me playing half these goddamn games that come out. Especially if they come out shitty. I'm not... I'm just not gonna waste my time. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. And I... You know, I'm one of the minds of, I look at games, and I, you know, I, I give games a chance. Mainly because, you know, when I look at loot games, I don't look, I, I honestly don't even look at them as far as, you know, the general game itself. I look at them for, you know, mainly in the co-op way. Yeah. So if you come out, like, I'll just use Anthem, for example, since that's like the most, you know, the one that's really just doing something that. Would I play Anthem 2.0? I would try it, you know, more like because I'm sure uh, one of my friends might try it. And I might try it with them just to see how it is. Because I don't like talking about stuff that I don't experience myself. That's just that's always been me. Whether it's a movie, a game, you know, I can't come on here and talk shit about something if I haven't done it, Or if I haven't played it. Or haven't watched it in completion. So yeah. for me... I will play Anthem 2.0 just just to see if it's trash or if it's better. Regardless of if it's better or if it's trash, the bottom line is it's too late for Anthem. They will have to make a second one and pray that people buy it. Will I buy a second one? Probably not. <laughs> no. But the end result is is dead. It's dead as a door. Um. And you know this the Godfall. I don't know, you know, I, I can only base off from what I've seen of Godfall. And, you know, usually I don't base opinions on games I've seen. But when I've seen the content that Godfall has, all I say is a loot game. Now, I'm not saying the game is not fun to play. The combat could be great. That might lead some people to play it on its own. Some people say they love the combat. I've heard others say they hate the combat. Because of the stupid systems of you can't dodge while you're attacking. Yeah, okay. that's weird. Fine. You know, fine. You you know, some people don't like to care. But I've heard both sides of the combat with Godfall. You know, usually in loot games, there's that one aspect that kind of keeps you playing. 
In Destiny, it was the gunplay. The vision was the kind of open world. Uh, in Anthem, it was flying around with your suit. In Godfall, it could be the melee. For if I bought the game tomorrow, it could be the melee. But from what I've seen, everything I've seen, it looks like every other loot game starting out. Trash content, repetitive content that's not fun. And then on top of that, the Warframe stuff is already there. The fact that you can't even pick your own outfit before you start the game, you must pick a Phoenix. Automatically, it's, it's automatically three points down for me. Automatically, it goes from a 10 to a 7 just off that alone. If you give me 12 suits, and I can't pick what suit I want to start with first, you already lost points. Alright, you have to regain those points. And from what I've seen in Golf Ball, Fighting Cowboy, I don't know if you watched YouTube, but he played for an hour and a half and dropped it. Done. Damn. If someone, an hour and a half, maybe two hours tops, done. The fuck is that to? That you're not good? You know, he didn't like the game. He was done. He was about the demon so, or whatever he was playing. But the fact of the matter is, is that they, they didn't, they didn't learn their lessons. You know, yeah, I hate that it, shit. You know, it's, it's like even Warframe. I believe I could be wrong. I don't remember. Pl- I didn't play it from start on PC, but on start on PS4, I had the option of three suits. It didn't say on oh, his three suits, we can only pick Excalibur. No, you can pick at a time Excalibur, Mag, and Loki. Yeah, that was it. Those are the suits you can pick three. You slide up twelve suits. I have the ability to look at each suit and what their passives are. Knowing me, I'll probably go for the bleeding, the bleed build suit. Why not? So you're telling me, no, you can't play this suit right now. You gotta play with the Phoenix suit. And there you go. Have fun. But that's not the suit I want to play. Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> then why line me up 12 suits? I guarantee you, in their first little major update, that'll be patched. No one wants that shit. It will be. If I'm playing co-op with you, why should I have to play co-op with three other people using the exact same suit? When we, you know, clearly don't want to use the suit. Yeah. You know. It's ridiculous, and it's like developers just do shit just to get it out there. They don't even think about it. They don't think from a gamer's perspective. That's why I think half these developers aren't even gamers. They can't be. Oh, yeah. They can't be. They can't be. And if they are gamers, they play Fortnite. <laughs> no, Half man. these developers cannot be true gamers. Who on the fucking right mind will say, yeah, not letting them pick one suit to start off with, any of the 12 suits to start off with is, is a good choice. There's no lore here. I watched. There's no fucking story to make me say, let me pick this suit right here. None. Yeah. There was no more explanation on why I had to pick this Phoenix suit here. None. From what I've seen, the fire damage didn't make things easier. So, why am I forced to play this suit? You're already, like I said, you're already three points down. You're already down to a seven. So, I don't know, man. I feel sorry for loot games. You know, it, it seems the only one that somewhat gets it right is Borderlands. The only problem with Borderlands is they nerf everything. Because they don't want everybody to be broken no more. I don't want you to be broken no more. Um, in a PVE game, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're right. 
<laughs> but no, it doesn't make any sense to me. Oh, we didn't anticipate our community making such overpowered bills. Really, now? You don't think logically. You tell me, oh, Flack has invisibility. Flack does automatic crit. This gun has top crit damage in the game. Let me combine this with Flack. There you go. Oh, really now? You didn't think about that now, did you? Yeah. Oh, we were nerf Flack trees, so everyone else used other trees. Well, let me see. A nerf Flack invisible tree was still better than both your other trees because the pets were fucking garbage. If you bring everything else up instead of nerfing down, Maybe, maybe you'll have a working class where everyone can play different things. Instead, you want to keep nerfing, nerfing, nerfing to make that unplayable so everyone else goes to the other classes. And then eventually, like I did, drop your fucking game because they're tired of the nerfs. They're tired of the nerfs. I legit, I have not touched Borderlands in months and I'm not going back. I'm done. Same here. Uh, I'll go back. Like, all the DLCs came out, but I I'm going to wait before I play all of them. Nope, uh, not playing. I, I don't gotta wait. This I, I gotta wait till Spirit gets all of them drinks. Uh, I, that's, 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 that's fine. Next, I can't uh, do it. <laughs> we've ranted on long enough about these games. Let's talk about Survivor Series. Why we're sitting here? Did we talk about Survivor Series last week? Nope. Or did we? That was a pre pre drink. We talked about oh preview, right? Yeah. Now it's the review. What did you think about uh, Survivor Series as a whole, man? It was a show that happened. Mm. <laughs> that, yes, that's my review. It was a show that happened. Listen, wrestling now, man. I don't know. There is no real excitement in wrestling, if you know what I mean. Like, there's just there's just nothing that is really. You know, building up to make me say, yeah, man, that was a, a fine, good thing. Or make me want to, at least in the, you know, when we talk about gaming, we're all avid gamers. And yeah. we want to see it succeed. So, And there's some interest there. Yeah. That's why we rant. In wrestling, the only time we rant in wrestling is when someone got fucked over, like Zelina Vega. Or when someone's getting mistreated in, in creative, like Alistair Black. And Lana. Lana, you know, we... we we rant on that because it's bullshit, but legitimately, Survivor Series, like I, I think I said this last week on the podcast, yeah. nothing's happening. <laughs> like, I don't, and, and now, honestly speaking, I don't even care about Roman Reigns. I don't. Okay, he's a prick. Great. Is he doing fantastic work? Yes. But it's literally, you failed me, bro. You failed me because you got my face. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> the locker room don't fear me. Why the fuck would they fear you? Yeah, that was weird. He's like, this. If they don't take you seriously, that means they'll take me seriously. Because they don't fear me. I was like, your locker room is Roman. But it's like, Roman, half the people in the locker room have been working with you for seven plus years. Why would they fear you? Why would they fear you? Because you're this, you're in a new attitude? Because you'll hit someone below the belt? How many times have you been hit below the belt, Mr. Reigns? You know, th there's no real... I feel like... The... The character's great. The, the storyline with the Usos is great. You know, it, it, it's all great. 
But in the grand scheme, I'm like, I, I just don't care. Because you're just... You're saying shit that doesn't even make sense. You want Jay to make people fear you. And then you get mad when Jay fails. But you claim that Jay is beneath you. So if Jay is beneath you at the head of the table, why would people fucking fear him? What makes you think someone belief you is gonna make you make make someone fear you? That doesn't even make sense. To yeah. You know, like oh, I look at they don't fear you, so they don't fear me. Why the fuck would they fear Jay Uso? Who the fuck is Jay? Yeah, a tag team wrestler. Great. But who is Jay Uso? He's not the head of the table. He's not the universal champion. So as far as I'm concerned, if you send me Jay Uso, what that does for me is basically make you come to me by beating the shit out of Jay Uso and serving him up as a silver platter, bloody bruise, and then you'll come down and play. That's all I see Jay Uso as is a a token wacky. To get to Roman, you must beat Jay. Okay, great. Goodbye, Jay. Now, Roman, how are you doing? So, it doesn't make any sense. Why would I fear Jay Uso? Why would fighting Jay Uso make me fear re Roman? I've been working with him for seven years. What the fuck do I fear now? <laughs> I don't know, man. It, it's. Like I said, everything Roman is doing is great. I mean, everything delivery, promo, the character. Yeah. I just honestly just don't care. I. I, I there's something about it where I'm just like, I just don't care. Like, you're feuding with Kevin Owens through the proxy of Jey Uso, and it's like, I get it. You want to get to the head of the I understand. To get to the quote-unquote tribal chief, you must beat the lackeys in the way. Yeah. But I just genuinely don't care. And maybe that's not... And maybe that's just because WWE as a whole is just boring. You know, you, you watch two hours of Monday Night Raw. What? I have to I have to wait all night to just to see a Roman Reigns segment. And then the whole show has been trash since then. Or average. Right. You know? Survivor Series was a show that just happened. I like Drew I like Drew versus Roman. I like Oscar versus Bay uh, Oscar versus Sasha. Uh they had a match. I liked Seth because he was fucking hilarious. That show was hilarious. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, I get it. What did you think about the eight-man pointless battle royale for something the eighteen-man battle? I what I, I didn't care. Do you know what the point of that to was? Get, to, to get everybody a, a Survivor Series payday. Okay. Because that it shit meant was, nothing. We missed winning. Alright, the team like, raw match. Uh, the five-on-five <laughs> elimination match was. To me, a huge disappointment simply because, like, yo, um, SmackDown got wiped completely, which was stupid. I was like, why didn't they make it at least more entertaining than this? It was a 19-minute wipe. Uh, the match of the night for me was probably the tag team match because that match was actually really good. I didn't think it would be as good as it was. I didn't care for the match. I didn't imagine that. You said what? I, I said I think uh no, I said I think the my match of night was Roman versus uh Huh. You know, I I, I don't 
Like, just doesn't like that feel. Much. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was good. The tag team match was great, but I just, I don't know. I liked the Roman Drew match simply because of the fact that I was more curious of how they would how they would beat Drew. I mean, it was kind of a foregone conclusion. The New Day was losing North, and and they should have not win. So hmm. that was kind of obvious. Sasha and Oscar. I mean, Sasha right now is being pushed. You, you know, she has to be Sasha. I mean, she has to be Oscar at some point. Yeah. So. The, the, the 5 on 5 matches outside Seth Rollins elimination what I thought was fucking hilarious everything else was pointless in that match the females match was actually pretty decent until well I called it Lana being the social survivor I actually called it so I'm not shocked there but it was what it was uh and outside of that I mean there was really nothing else of interest so my main interest was seeing Roman how Roman was gonna beat Drew McIntyre how how WWE was going to book Drew McIntyre to lose this match to kind of keep him looking strong. And, you know, and some people say they didn't. Some people, I think they, I mean, it took a low blow and Jey Uso to beat this man. Roman could not beat him. You know. Which is bull, but hey, whatever. They took they took the Brock Lesnar approach with this match towards the end where Roman kept hitting spear after spear after spear. And Drew kept kicking out, kicking out, kicking out, which, again, you know, the match should have never happened, but if you're going to make Drew look like a fucking strong beast, then having him kick out all those spears, I mean, kind of doesn't make sense. I mean, kind of does, but kind of doesn't, considering, well, you took it took one RKO Drew to continue in Hell in a Cell. Yeah, you fell off the thing into a table, but I mean... You did go through a table and got spirit through a barricade here. I'm pretty sure maybe not the exact same hurt, but, you know, still hurting you. You yeah. kick out, like, four fucking spears, but you lost those single RKO. But, you know, they had to book them fucking ultra strong because they knew they were going to pin them. So, a little blow, Jey Uso. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, Thinking about it, you're right. But, uh... What do you think about the Bobby Lashley versus <laughs> Sami Zayn match? The farce that it was for seven minutes of my goddamn life. Hmm? Seven minutes of uh, Bobby Lashley versus uh, Sami Zayn. Uh, he knows I skipped that match, right? Oh, really? You lucky bastard. No, no, he knows I didn't say that match at all, right? Yeah. Exactly. There was no point. That match was just, it was just bad, son. A, there was no, I mean, I kind of wanted Sami Zayn to win, but realistically, there's no way they're going to be Bobby Lashley. B, it was a terrible match, so I, I, that's why I just skipped right over it. I did not care. I mean, I watched it, but I'm talking about right now, I skipped over it, because who cares? <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, what else did we talk about here? Oh, we damn it talked about all of the matches. So if you was to give it a star, out of five, are we doing out of five stars? Out of five stars, man, like a regular wrestling jack. Uh, I'll give it a three. 
you know, I was gonna say the same thing. I would, I would give it three stars. It wasn't a sh- like I said, it wasn't a shit show. It was just a show that happened. No importance, no real care. Just a show that happened. Yep, yep. I would have to agree with that. It was just a show that, like, legit. Every other match was like, uh, yay. The other matches just like, what the fuck am I watching? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, good match. Do I care? Not really. <laughs> no. I didn't care about half the matches on the roster. And then when I saw the results of half these stupid ass matches on the roster, I was like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, get out of here, bro. Like I said, the men's five on five match was the, enough of was enough for me to go. No, I'm, I'm good. Hey man, Seth Rollins. He said, for the greater good, good, good. and drops to his knees. Do your part. Stretches his arms out. Yeah, that Sheamus. was weird. <laughs> Sheamus does his whole bro thing. And Seth Rollins head is still in the, in the nosebleed of the Thunderdome. Still there. Yeah. God, I come on the show late. I come on the show kind of late. And I'm looking at the match. I'm like, what the fuck is Seth? I'm, okay, you know, I was counting the, I was counting the smite. I'm like, what the fuck happened? Where's Seth Rollins? Is he, like, hurt? Is he getting knocked out of the ring? Where is he at? I watch him, like, this man's not here. Is he like, let me see what happened. And then I turn that. And I see him. I'm like, okay, here's Seth. And he just says... For a greater good, plop. Stress his arms out. Like, like, like Chris Jericho. Drink it in, man! Mm-hmm. Fucking Seamus kicked his head away into the nosebleed somewhere. It's yep. still there rolling around in the seats. Mm-hmm. Fucking Rollins. Ah, <laughs> uh, the greater good. I will know what the greater good is, Rollins. Is it your child? Is that the greater good? Is that what the greater good has always been? Your your future, your your child? I mean, I guess, bro. I don't know what the greater good is. Maybe the greater good is me. I don't know. Is it greater good of PlayStation Five and Xbox One? <laughs> is it Vincent Kennedy McMahon retiring and relaxing on a beach somewhere, letting letting someone else run the show? Is it is it that? Is that the greater good, Mr. Rollins? I would love to know. We'll find out. One day, probably not. Cause if he comes back, I mean, what does he, let me ask you this: Kill babyface when he comes back. Not, not what you want. When you think babyface, do you think he comes back with? Burn down. Or do yeah. you think he comes back as? He comes down. He comes back with burn it down. He better not come back as Messiah. That gimmick died now. It's it's dead. It's 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 finito. So, the real question is. Hmm? Do you see Roman versus Seth as Seth is the baby face and Roman is obviously the heel? Yeah, because they fought at, with the opposite, so yeah, I do see that happening. Because it's like as much as I want Seth to be heel, I think I don't think he's a bad baby face if he relies, if they rely on his wrestling. But it's like Seth's going away. We know why he's going away. He's having a child, you know, yeah, people, you know, yeah, he has said some, you know, dumb shit on social media, but at the end of the day, he is becoming a father. People are going to miss him for a while. The heart makes, you know, uh, you know, not being there makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah. Grand, there's no fans, so you can technically do what you want, but at the Royal Rumble, there may be fans, 
And with him having a baby, Becky, you know, people are probably gonna cheer him anyway. So, I mean, he he probably come back as a baby face. I I, he, I don't know. He could come back as a heel, but the thing with Seth is the only way you can keep him as a heel if he's gonna be at the top of the car is Roman has to be baby face. You can't have Seth and Roman be heel on the same brand if both are gonna be at the top of the car. Why is Seth going to be at the top of the car? You're asking because there's no one else to be at the top of the car. Yeah. You know Seth will be back for WrestleMania, so... Though I don't think it'll be Roman versus Seth at Mania. I don't think. It could. I doubt it. But... Then again, there's no heels on SmackDown either. So Seth may come back at the heel because there's no heels on SmackDown. Um, we'll see. We will see, yes, sir. But yeah. let's get our asses out of here because me and you got lives. Is there anything else you wanted to say to yeah. the people? Uh no. No, not at all. Just drinking it in team. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll catch you in the next podcast. Hopefully, you have a full full cast next time. But all right, guys. Hopefully.